What's up, brother man? We, we rocking? What's up, brother man? How you? Peace, King. I'm good. How you? Pretty good, man. Welcome to Ink Therapy, bro. Yes, sir. It's a, it's Appreciate a, you. Appreciate you for having me. It's an honor to have you here, bro. I'm uh, excited about this piece we're doing right here. So, um, I don't know, man. I want to go ahead and just get it, get right into it. Uh, you played for my favorite team of all time, bro. <laughs> Los Angeles Lakers. Yes, sir. How, 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 how was your experience there? So many, so many different directions I can go with that, but one of the things that I definitely want to say is that throughout my NBA journey, I'm glad that I was able to play for an organization like that. Because it's like, it's certain things that you want to experience, right? So for example, we watching the Cowboys game right now. Yeah. They're one of the top organizations that everybody of course, we love the opportunity to play for the same thing with, you know, from an MLB standpoint, the Yankees, right? You think of just certain clubs, yeah. and it's like I had a chance to play for the Purple and Gold. And obviously, you being from, from the city, you know, me having a chance to – I actually played for the Clippers before I went to the Lakers, so I got to see both sides. Both sides of, yes. Yeah, it's, it's a big difference. They, they don't they'll show no love to the Clippers, bro. They don't. But, I, I, I you know, shout out to the Clippers, man. But <laughs> – um, that purple and gold is different, man. You're talking about the history, the tradition, and not only that, but one of the biggest stages you can play on. Yeah. You know what I mean? So playing for a coach like Phil, you know, having teammates like Derek Fisher, Kobe Bryant, and the list goes on. Um, man, it was, it was some of the best years of my life. How, um, how, how old were you when you made it to the league? When I made it to the league, I came, I actually came out in, uh, when I was, what, 19, 20 years old? Oh, so yeah, you were fairly young. So... When I got in and then I started out with the Dallas Mavericks, then I was released and then I went overseas for a year and a half and got back in the league. Okay, so let me ask you this, like, I, I got a lot of clients that I, you know, they, they play, they, they probably didn't make it to the league, mm -hmm. but they, they ballers, but mm -hmm. if they go play overseas, so how, how's the transition from like overseas to like the NBA, is it a harder transition than try to come from like college to the league or coming from so, the United States? Coming from the United States, going overseas is tough anyway because, for one, you're going to be away from your family and your loved ones. You know what I'm saying? So you're going into these different countries. Um, you got to learn the language or at least, you know, a few things that you can say and how you can move around. You got to, you know, figure out a routine. Yeah. Um, and then just understanding the city and the people and the culture because, you know, a lot of times guys get in trouble going in these different countries mm -hmm. and they don't know nothing about the culture. They don't know nothing about, you know, where they're at, what they're doing, and how they're doing it. You know what I mean? And those things can, you know, affect the people that are from that from that city. It ain't no different. Think about this, right? Going to L.A., if you don't know how to move, that could be problematic. Yeah, definitely. So it's no, it's no different than going into another country. And if you don't know how to move and you ain't asking and you ain't connecting with the right people, yeah. man, that, that could be a tough experience for you. How, uh, so where overseas did you uh, go? Did you play multiple places or just one? Oh, man, I played all over from China, Philippines. I played in Venezuela. I played in Argentina. I played in Australia. I played all over Europe. I've been everywhere, bro. So what was the, what was the longest time being overseas you were away from your family? That like, or, or a moment of time when you was overseas where, like, you wish you were at home. You know what I mean? Like, you miss your family. Like, damn, I wish I, think, I was. I think we all miss our family, but you're doing something you love. Mm -hmm. And and then the, the thing that I would tell, like, if I had a chance to, to tell somebody that was getting ready to go overseas, I would tell them to embrace it because 
I feel like I did a, a, a fairly okay job with like embracing the culture and respecting it, but mm-hmm. I would have did more instead of it just being basketball, basketball, basketball. Like these are experiences that are life changing. Yeah. You know what I mean? So when I got older and I went overseas, I was like definitely trying to learn more about the culture, the history of the cities and the countries. I was going to games. I was, uh, you know, ex- like really experiencing, this, you know, the cities that I was in, you know, connecting with different people, families and all of that, still relationships I have to this day. Um, so I really like, you know, got in deep, man, and it, and it was amazing. It was, it was really a beautiful experience. Yeah, I think um, piggybacking, off, piggybacking off that as far as like how you said a lot of times we just – you wish you would have did things differently. Mm-hmm. I, I feel that way, you know, like me growing up, going, like, just being in high school, I would have did a lot of, if I would can go back and just look at how I would have, what I would have took more serious. Mm-hmm. Like, even when it comes, let's just, when it comes to sports mm-hmm. or when it comes to uh, relationships or just things I just could have, like, been more present in. Yep. And I think I'm in a space in my life where I am more present. Yep. I am more intentional with how I move and, and what I do, because th- we get so caught up in just our lives that we ain't even s- noticing, like, everything around us. Mm-hmm. And in reality, like you said, like, a lot of people never get the opportunity to go overseas. Yep. Like, there's so many people, like, if you, let's just say, for example, somebody from Georgia, there's a lot, a lot of people that have never been outside 285. Yeah. <laughs> That's real, because I'm from the south side, so I already know, like, we, we usually stay on our side of town. And, and you know what else is, is interesting is, like, as many years as I've played in the league, I'm more grateful of my experience overseas because I grew as a man. Mm. It was it was a lot it was a lot more maturing that I did and actually one of the biggest blessings was me being removed from what I knew. Because I was like being in the league and, and always being around and your phone ringing and hey let's go here, let's do this, let's do that on top of games, on top of family, on top of everything else. And then when yeah. I went overseas, I was removed from all of that. Out of distraction. So um, I remember, for example, right after the year with the Hawks, um, that was during the lockout year. Okay. And I was, you know, one of the first to sign a contract to go to China. So I was in a, a, a city where it snowed 10 to 12 inches. Like, the people didn't speak no English. Like, I'm really, oh, yeah, really in my room. <laughs> and, man, I, I never forget, like, I started reading a lot. I started writing. I started praying. I started like meditating and creating and forming different habits that were so beneficial to me. Like I really got to see me and 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 love on me and appreciate me and go through my, you know, my my journey as far as growth and like peeling back these layers and really taking the time, you know, to to unpack a lot of things and, and really think about a lot of things and where I want to go and the type of man I want to be, the type of father I want to be, you know, the type of partner I want to be. Yeah. So all of those things, man, I really appreciated that by being removed. Yeah. And, I, and it helped me view everything moving forward. You know, I wanted to embrace. You used the word about being present, being intentional. You know, those things that money can't, money can't buy that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you're right. I tell people, man, money, money only fix money problems. Yeah. It don't really change. It, it, it can change who you are mm-hmm. in, in a sense because you might move different and do stuff different. But um, like you said, like being more in tune with yourself, I tell even about habits. Like how you said, like you started doing things to where like you would get used to them, uh, like meditating and 
learning more things about yourself, but it's like, let's say like create habits, going to the gym. You get up every day, you go to the gym. Mm -hmm. That's a habit. Yep. People automatically associate habits with bad stuff. You got mm -hmm. bad habits, mm -hmm. but you can make good habits. Absolutely. So like you said, like reading or doing certain things to, to elevate yourself, elevate your mental, or tap into like different sides of yourself that you never had the opportunity to tap in with before. I think that's like, that's a power in itself. Like, no, for sure. And, and it was crazy because like, not saying that I had bad habits prior because I was I was really heavy on getting in the gym. I was really heavy on, you know, like my routine and things like that. Like, you know, spiritually I had a connection. I was, you know, I was going to church or, or praying and getting in my Bible, but it was just different when I went overseas. Yeah. Because you you understand the amount of things that aren't necessary that you that you're involved in. You know, you understand that there are people situations and circumstances that don't serve you that at the time when you're in it you don't think about it like that yeah definitely so when i came back i had to remove people i had to remove myself from situations i had to get out of some of these circumstances that i i was responsible for putting myself in yeah and i think that's a big thing you saying you you was responsible for it because a lot of people don't know accountability yeah they don't want to take accountability for mm -hmm. something like we automatically as, as humans um you know we, we want to point the finger at somebody when in reality, it's like you, you, you somewhat like you know what I'm saying you somewhat to blame for some of the stuff too. Everything ain't always everybody else because mm -hmm. you can remove yourself from situations. Yep. You can get away from situations. You could, you know what I mean? We we could do things so differently, um, and everything like I said isn't always everybody else's fault. And I think once once you get to the point like as a human as yourself where you could take accountability for your actions and the shit you're doing, like. You learn a different. You you unlock something different within yourself. Absolutely. And um, I got to. I got had to get to a space of myself. Like, if 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 multiple people are telling me the same thing about myself, it has to be some type of truth with it. Some. That's their opinion. But if multiple people, or like just we throw throw people in there that don't know, that don't really know me like that, but they've been around me. Mm -hmm. Only people like in my. That's around. We're not talking about people from social media that don't know you. Right, right, right. But the people that actually got the chance to experience you, if multiple people were saying the same thing, it has to be some type of truth with it. Right. I tell people even about relationships. Um, we automatically, a lot of times, assume in relationships that we're perfect. Like, we don't do no wrong. <laughs> and in reality, like, that don't be the case. Like, I, I learned, like, in my years of just being in relationships, bro, like, when that's, and that's like relationships as far as like with friends, with, you know what I'm saying with, with, with my woman uh, to the point where it's like I get I have to like learn me and learn how to how to move with them right. how to accept shit how to take constructive criticism and knowing that every time somebody say something to you it's not in a bad way like sometimes people just want to just give you advice and say mm -hmm. and a lot of times uh, even just us as men bro we can't we can't take that we don't want to hear it uh, because we're, we're ego driven whether we want to admit it or not. Mm -hmm. um, and I tell, you know, I don't know. I, I think the, the, the one of the big things, like, with men and women is, uh, man, bro, we, we easy to read, bro. We, we black and white. <laughs> woman, I never try to take the time to try to understand a woman. I feel like I never understand a woman. I'm not even going to try to. But I think when it comes to just myself, like, who I am from, like, let's just say from where I am now in my life, and who and the man I was two or three years ago is I'm a completely different person, mm -hmm. and I don't think that's a bad thing. Um, I just I grew, and in order to grow, like you said, you got to get more in tune with yourself. 
And you got to check yourself and even like the people you have around you, like some people are seasonal. Like you said, you came back, you got to remove different people from your lives because they probably just, the direction you were going in at the time, they didn't play a role in it. No, and it's like they might, they might stagger you or hinder you from trying to get what you're trying to get. So like growth is so painful and through throughout so many, you know, each, each phase of my life as I continue to get older, I realize how many people are comfortable. Mm -hmm. They would rather do whatever's going to get them along versus really unpack and become who they're destined to be. But then they'll complain and say how things aren't working out for them mm -hmm. or how things aren't going in a, in a direction or a manner that they want them to go. But again, like you mentioned, if you're really being intentional about the things that you're doing, then you'll put yourself in these places, right? Becoming a better version of you will attract better things. All the time. And, and it's a lot of times people don't understand that when you keep wondering why it's the same old, same old. It's like you got to hang around different people. You got to have different, you know, perspectives. You got to have you know, different energies that are like you and, and protecting that as well. You got to protect. We don't, we don't protect the most important person that we should protect, which is ourselves. Yeah. <clears throat> so it's just, it's just crazy. Like when I have conversations and being in certain areas and doing certain things, like the same things that keep showing up over and over again, like even me as a father, like having those conversations with your kids, the same things that keep showing up over and over again. Yeah. And trying to trying to walk them through what you need to do, how you need to do it, who you need to be around. Look at yourself. What is your part in it? Like all of those different things. And like you said, no accountability. Nobody's yeah. willing to look in the mirror and start with themselves. Yeah, and I think a lot of a lot of that start with like it it comes from like, you know, how you're up brought or the people that you're around, your surroundings. So you you learn to you learn to just take certain things on and um we look at stuff a certain way. I tell people like, let's just say for example, like art. Growing up and coming up like where I come up from, uh, with getting tattoos, what I saw was it. It was fire. And then as I like traveled and went to different places, and I might go on a different side of town and I see different people tattooed. I'm like, oh no, nah, like that's that's hard. But it's like our minds are. Our minds are sometimes get trapped in only seeing one thing, mm -hmm. and that that comes from just when it comes to fashion. That comes with mannerisms. That come with it, it. It goes in so many aspects. When it comes with like food, I tell people about even about like expanding your food palette, bro. Like I like a lot of people that eat the same shit over and over and over. It's like, nah. I'm vegan it. now. Now that you said that, how so long you been like, vegan? It's five years, and it was funny because like even while I was like playing, I would always be like, you know what? I want to get healthier and healthier and healthier. And yeah. I remember I actually started when I was in China one year. This was toward like the, because I've been five years in, so I'm okay. a, I actually turned 40 on the 25th. Okay. Um, and I remember like I built a relationship with, with this lady over there that took me to this market. So she was vegan and she's real spiritual. Okay. And so what she would do is she would take all her hard-earned money for that week and literally take most of it to go to these markets, go buy all the, the, the animals or the fish or whatever they had so she could set them free. And when we were in the market, I actually watched them 
slaughtering these animals live. Like I, I got a chance to watch it. I wasn't grossed out or nothing by it, but it was just it's actually not, putting, putting two and two together. Like, like what is she doing? Like, why are we here? You know what I mean? And, and to see that that was something that was on her spirit and her heart to do, you know, was something that opened my mind up. So then I started researching. And I started looking up the, you know, the environmental uh, benefits. I started looking up the health benefits. I started looking up the spiritual benefits to eating food. Like, I think a lot of times people don't understand. Like, for example, when you slaughter a cow, right, and that thing goes into shock, you're, you're, you're taking that energy on. So That makes sense, though. I started, like, really diving into, into that space, man. And, and now, like, even in this space that I'm in, I feel so much better just taking the effort to eat cleaner, right? Drinking hot water and lemon, like, that's my thing, like, all the time. So, yeah, that's like um, a daily routine, oh, hot man, water and for lemon? For sure, for sure. So, first thing when you wake up, that's... Hot water, lemon, vitamins. Straight out the gate. Everything that I need. And <clears throat> I've seen the benefits of it because, for me, like, especially, like, for example, dealing with COVID, you know what I mean? Like... I caught every variant of COVID prior to, prior to you know, vaccine or, or any of that. And even with the vaccine, I was pushing it. But I just look at the fact that I was, and it's, and it's no disrespect or, or, or shade towards anybody else because I know that that was a real thing. People lost their lives. But yeah. I'm just a firm believer of when you take care of yourself, you have a better chance at fighting off a lot of these things. No, you yeah. know what I mean? And coming, out, coming out in a better position than you would when you don't take care of yourself and you don't mm -hmm. do the proper thing. So, obviously, I work out all the time. I eat right. I take my vitamins. I Excuse me. I stretch. You know, I do all the things that I need to do to, to take care of myself. Yeah. And, um, you know, I've, I've been fortunate, you know, to see, to see the benefits of that. You know, and I try to, you know, just... I'm not saying everybody got to be vegan, but like if you do your if you do your studies and you research and look into things, man, there are some things that you probably shouldn't eat, even if it's sugar. Yeah. It could be something where you could just it, cut it could sugar. Be, it could be anything, right? And and that could be something that could be beneficial. So all of these things, mind, body, soul, like everything is connected. And I try to make sure I do my best at what I what I listen to, things that I'm reading, people that I'm around, things that I'm eating, all of these things that make up for you to be a healthier version of yourself. Yeah, and they, because they, they all play a part. I don't think, even even you talking about, um, talking about, like you said, like what you listening to, the people you're around, mm -hmm. all that stuff plays a part, whether we see it or not. Yep. I, I tell, if you, uh, like, say for example, like I got, growing up, you know what I'm saying, I have homeboys, and like, the, every time when I go out with my homeboys, they, you know, they trying to talk to every girl and stuff, it's like, <laughs> it's like, bro, that shit get old. As you get older, it's like, bro, that, that, that shit don't excite me. It don't do nothing for me. And, uh, you know, I got to remove myself because I'm not on that type of time or whatever. And I'm not about to be associated with that. or I've, You know, whatever I, whatever certain situation, whatever time people on, like, I'm I'm not on a lot of those times no more. Like, I've already did it. it don't, you know, and I'm just, what you listening to, I, uh, I, I, I agree with that, too. What you look at, what you watch, what you allow around you. Mm -hmm. Like, all those things play a role in and you, and how you move, how you think. Because uh, I think a lot of us have moved off influence. Mm -hmm. We all moved off influence, whether you see it or not. Ain't nothing new under the sun. You know, a lot of the stuff is being recycled. Um, I, uh, I'm going to tell you this. Uh, 
I was listening to T D Jakes. Mm-hmm. And he and he he uh he talked about crushing. So he talked about grapes. Mm-hmm. And uh and just talk about how grapes are meant to be crushed. Mm-hmm. But what comes from grapes, you know what I'm saying? Like wine or you know, certain they're they're meant to be crushed. And that's mm-hmm. the same thing as humans, like we all been crushed. Right. Something crushed right. us. But God makes it, you know what I'm saying, into ways where like whatever crush you, it don't kill you. And God ain't gonna take God ain't gonna take nothing from you that and not leave you with enough to get, you know what I'm saying, to right. continue doing whatever you need to right. do. Yeah. And um and kind of like just understanding that, bro, because when we all go through different type of traumas, different type of uh different type of things in our lives where sometimes you you question God and ask God like why why me, why this? And because we everybody has done been through something. I don't care who you are, everybody has a story. Every single person has a story. Um I think just and me knowing, me knowing that and hearing certain things, like I said, from what I what I take the time to educate myself on daily, it, it teaches me how to like move differently. It teaches me like what to put my energy into and what not to put my energy into. Like, I don't, I don't argue with women. I don't, I don't argue with nobody, honestly. Like, mm-hmm. I don't, I don't get nothing out of it. Um, let's see what else. Uh, when it comes to, when it comes to friendships, like I said, I'm, I'm, I'm in a space mentally where I just feel like you know when it comes to friendship, I, w- I want to be the best friend I can be. If you're right. gonna be in my life, bro, right. I'm gonna be in yours. You know what I mean, like. And sometimes all it takes is a text, it's just take a call. Mm-hmm. It's small things in life. I don't, I don't have children yet, but I can only imagine like how a child could change my life. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, for sure. You know, you know what else is um, um, something that I talk to people about too a lot is they got to go back and unpack their childhood mm. because when we talk about like our patterns as adults. And the things, you know, the way that we behave now, it stems from that. Yeah, I so agree. a lot of people aren't willing to heal from it. So basically at 25, 30, 35, 40, they're still that 12-year-old version of themselves. Because they don't want to unpack that and actually do the work and heal from that, which is so important and beneficial to all of us becoming the best version of ourselves yeah. is, to, is to go back and heal. Heal those wounds and those, you know, parts to you that that trauma may have affected or that where that brokenness comes from because it's a pattern. It comes from something. You, already, yeah, you just it, said it, that. It, it stems from it and um, and like you said, like you hit it on the nail. Healing hurts. Mm-hmm. Healing hurts and, they, and a lot of people never want to, never, people don't want to face it. In reality, it's like you got to though, because at one thing life ain't gonna stop doing. Life ain't gonna stop. Mm-hmm. I tell people that, bro. The bills are still due. <laughs> like you know what I mean. If you got kids, they they still need something. It's something that ha- that's that needs to be done, and nothing's gonna stop for you just because you're going through something. And um, like you said, like if you just if people take the time and start running from and, and, and just embrace it, bro, like. Cause that that pain ain't gonna hurt forever. That's not. Um, you know, we we learn to live with things. Yeah. And for different people, it takes different amount of time. But it's also about like how how what are you doing to change your story? One thing I learned like with me losing, like I said, I, I lost my mom last year, mm, and um, 
I got to tell my story different. That's that's one thing that I picked up on. Like, yeah. any, every time anybody talking to me, asking me what's going on, or just I could I could always say like I'm bad. I'm not in a good space. And uh, I got to work on that. I can't continuously say the same thing over and over. So uh, you have to. We have to tell our stories different. Mm -hmm. So that's that's not you lying, or you know what I'm saying, or making something up. But it's like you know what? Yeah, I'm I'm not the best, but I'm working on it. And I'm you know, and, and that's it's it got to start somewhere. No, that's good. And um, so I just think it just, and then just us as man, bro. Like we we taught to be tough all the time. We not taught to to. To just you know express our feelings and our emotions or nothing. We we we're not you 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 looked at as weak for being it, mm -hmm. and um you know I'm I'm just in the space of just changing that narrative. Like I don't I don't have to prove my manhood to nobody, bro. You know and uh I don't, so I'm just, so important that you said that because so many of us um, so many so many of our kings fall into that trap, you know, and it, and and I know for me like. <clears throat> past couple of years just speaking and being uplifting and you know telling brothers you proud of them tell them you know tell somebody you love them i don't even got to know you to just show that type of love yeah for sure and appreciation i think that i believe that there's truly not enough of that i know i know that it that you see people right you see us as men you see women you see the efforts that that we're making but it's so much more that we can do you know what I mean? Because we're so far behind the eight ball, man, and so many of us are operating from that broken space. I know for me, for a long time, <clears throat> I've learned how to function in dysfunction, right? And then being an athlete, for example, so many athletes that go through that where they can still give you 30, man, and they got all kind of issues going on. Battling demons. And people, and people don't realize it because it's like, oh, bro, I have 48, he had 50. But it's like you really don't know what somebody got going on. Yeah. You know what I mean? And and that's the thing, not just with athletes. I just use that to kind of show yeah. people. Yeah, and you speaking from just what you understand. It's, what just, you went it's so many men and women that can go to work, function, make deals, entrepreneurs, doing what you're doing, right? Tattooing. You probably you probably be dealing with a mountain of things and nobody would know. You'll see four or five clients in a day. Yeah. And it's nothing. They they wouldn't think about it because of how you carry yourself. And <clears throat> That's the part, like I said, that, that we got to do better at acknowledging, you know what I mean? And, and understanding, like, when we are going through certain things, you know, how do we feel? Like, going through those checks and balances, you know what I'm saying? Like, I got different things written in different books that I do, affirmations daily. Yeah. Um, certain things that I make sure are just a part of my daily routine and working on my mental, emotional, spiritual health. Let me ask you this. Where you, where you were, let's just say, I mean, we all grow, but let's just talk about years ago up until now. I would hear the word mental health mm -hmm. and it didn't, it, didn't, it didn't register. It didn't click, it didn't do nothing. Right. But it's like now as, as I'm older and I'm wiser and I'm more uh, attentive of my surroundings and things going on, that word is important. Mm -hmm. Like mental health ain't nothing to play with. Right. You know, cause people, like I said, people battle demons on the daily. Like mm -hmm. we was just talking about sports and we were just talking about Ben Simmons. Mm -hmm. And we were just talking about, you know he a baller, but mm -hmm. bro battling demons. <laughs> so like, is it any situation like in your life where you felt like you battled demons or? I'm still battling them, bro. Mm -hmm. it, ain't, it ain't even a situation because 
over over my 20 year career, man, I've lost grandparents. I lost a child. I've lost um, family members and friends. And and when I say so, on one aspect, when I say lost, I mean like people that have passed away. Mm -hmm. Right, my grandparents. I had a I had a child that passed away. I've, I've lost you know people, brothers, you know good good people in my life. And then on the flip side, there are people that you can mourn that are alive. They here, you know what I'm saying? And and things that you go through, like I don't been through a divorce. I don't like all kind of different things. Stuff going on with my kids, stuff going on with somebody that I used to call a friend or a partner. You know they they don't turn. You know, the way people be acting and try to try to use you, you know, all kind of stuff, man. I got stories for days on yeah. people that tell you they love you, man, and treat you like trash. You know what I'm saying? And, and they'll really it. turn their back on you. So that's something that I've been dealing with for for a very long time, majority of my life. Yeah. You know what I mean? Going through those things. And I just <clears throat> have found better ways of dealing with and and not looking at certain things the way that I used to because okay. I'm growing and maturing. And and my focus is me being a better version of me because when I can do that, I'm not mad as much as I used to be. I'm not I'm not tripping on Yeah, too. because it's like, you know what? I can love you, but I can love you from a distance. Yeah. Or I can love you and wish you well. I don't need you to even ever speak to me again. Because I feel like we give away so much power by like, man, I don't F with homes. I don't mess with, you know, this one, or I got to cut this one out. Like, nah, That's I don't do that. That's too much energy. Way too much. Still love you, bitch, dog. And yeah. that, that, that'll and, hurt and a person more. And keep it right there. Keep That's it right it. there. I, I, you know, I don't hate you, but just, you know, this, I got to do what's best for me. And right now, you ain't it. And um, a lot of people don't, a lot of people aren't, um, a lot of people won't do that. I, I see uh, people in friendships, and relationships, all like, and to the point where they can't, they can't get away from that. But I tell, man, that's a choice. That's a choice, bro. Because if you were to put, if you put the ball out in the other people's court, mm -hmm. they gonna look out for themselves every single time. But we get into <laughs> spaces where we have so much faith and so much hope in people. Because mm -hmm. faith is blind. We don't know what you don't know what faith is. Faith mm -hmm. is blind. It's just you. Going on a limb and saying this and oh I know this person is gonna do this, but in reality it's like that's just your faith, that's just your hope. But a lot of times that person's gonna look out for them. They're gonna do what's in the best interest of themselves. But we we have such a lot of us have such big hearts and mm -hmm. you start to love people and mm -hmm. care for people that that you think they're gonna change. And a lot of times ha them happen a lot of habits are set in. Mm -hmm. You only gonna change if you want to change. Mm -hmm. I tell people, do not come into nothing trying to change nobody. You'll never change. <laughs> I tell women that about like men all the time. You can't, you can't change a man. It's like a man can't change a woman. Like it don't work like that. But you have to, you have to lock in with yourself, be in tune with yourself. Because a lot of times it's not about, it's not about what's going on. And it's about how, how you, it's not about how you take it either, it's about how you respond. Right, right. I, I learned that, like, judge me off my actions. Don't judge me off the things I say, mm -hmm. judge me off my actions. A, a person can tell you anything you need to know based off their actions. And, and that'll tell you everything you need to see. If this person has a habit of always doing this, that they they already been telling you this whole time. Mm -hmm. And so it's like, it's, it's, it's how you choose to deal with them and how you choose to keep them in your life or 
whatever might come with it. Yep. And sometimes we get it wrong. Yeah. You could be a <laughs> you could be a healthy person and still attract unhealthy people. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I think the messaging, especially nowadays, it's like, you know, and, and everybody has their perspectives, but it's yeah. like, you, you be quick to tell somebody, you know, when you're when you healthier, oh, this will happen or that'll happen. But if your heart is big and it's pure, you might have love for a friend that you ain't got no business having love for. You might attract a partner you ain't got no business being involved in. <laughs> Things can still happen. You yeah, know what no, I'm saying? But, the, but as you get older, you just want these mistakes to do this. To decrease. That's it. Because it's not going to be perfect. Like, even still to this day, I got a big heart. I might look out for somebody or be in a situation I ain't got no business being in. But that's just my heart. You know what I'm saying? But I try to make that's sure. That's being a human. That's it. But I try to make sure because way back when I was 20, I was in all these situations. And now it's like, nah, I'll, I'll hit you on the phone and just give you a little, <laughs> give you what I think yeah. from, from over here instead of really pulling up or putting myself really in this situation. I don't do that. You know what I mean? You you learn and you just try to, you know, maneuver in a much healthier way. Nah, I feel and that. It, and, it, and it still don't work out. And then the other thing is, too, like, I know I'm a dope dude, but I might not be for... For that person. For that person or, you know, for the homie or for this lady. Different, for different people going to appreciate you on different, on different aspects, Man. just like you going to appreciate different people on different Absolutely. aspects. Absolutely. A lot of stuff is about timing, too. Absolutely. You might meet... That's just like a song. Let's just talk about a song. You might hear a song and it's like you like this. Like you're not really sold on the song. Mm -hmm. You hear it by like your third or fourth time you done heard it. Like, man, you know what? This song ain't bad. <laughs> That'd be a lot of times how it is with people too. Mm -hmm. Like a lot of times people move a certain way, but then you kind of just understand like, oh, this is just really just who this person is, mm -hmm. how they are. Mm -hmm. You know, and it's just like just kind of just accepting people for who they are. I think once once us as a people, if we could take, if we could take away um how we view people as far as like physical attraction, um, when it comes to just, or just how, how a person moves and talks, communicates. Just, it's so many different things. If you could just move like your initial, how you see them, it could change, it could change so much. You mm -hmm. know, about, like just they say, judging a book by its cover. Yeah. And uh, we, we could change a lot of those narratives ourselves. Um, I want to ask you, because um, I keep looking up. You know what I'm saying, bro? Like, Kobe Bryant, like I said, for me, that was, in my, me growing up, like, Jordan, Kobe was the Jordan of my era, like, mm -hmm. growing up. Yeah. And you actually had the opportunity to to be, you know what I'm saying, play play, play with him, be his teammate, be a brother. Like, what, what's your experiences, like, what Kobe, like, in your early years of, like, just winning championships, like, what, anything you even, you know, just... And whatever you want, whatever, whatever first thing come to mind, like what's your experiences? Well, well first uh, for me, because that, that kind of happened in a, a group of three. Um, so the first, um, the first, the first tragedy that happened was Andre Emmett. So Andre Emmett um, played pro. Um, God rest his soul, but he was uh, actually gunned down in, in front of his house. Somebody tried to rob him. I mean, I know the particulars of the story, but yeah, um, he had a situation that happened. And then my other brother, who I played ball with, he played pro as well. Anthony Grundy was my college teammate. He played like one year for the Hawks, actually, and then played the majority of his time overseas. Um, 
he was murdered at a at a family barbecue or a family gathering, whatever it was. So it was like I already had those two that I was dealing with. <clears throat> and then um, you know, it's crazy because uh, that's why I had to take a deep breath, man. Like my birthday's on the twenty fifth. Mm. And that tragedy happened on the twenty sixth. So it's like being on this high and then coming right back down. And you know, a lot of people talk about him as a, um, a basketball player. I, mean, I like to work, like to talk about him as a man, you know what I mean? As a husband, as a father, you know what I'm saying? As a businessman. Um, you know, I got a chance to see that. And, and um, you know, that that's the, I can't even find the words, bro, because it's like, it's, it's so heavy, man, when you think of somebody <clears throat> Uh, somebody that that iconic, you know, for that tragedy to happen, and you know, for it to happen where it, it wasn't just him; it was his daughter. It was the other seven yeah, people the that were on yeah. on that helicopter. You know, a lot just of families a, were affected. It's just a sad, it's just a sad event. You know what I mean? And um, for him to pass so young, doing something that he'd been doing for twenty plus years, you know. Um, it's heavy, bro. It's still, it's it's just heavy. I don't, I don't really have the right words, man. It's um, because then it makes me think as a father. It makes me think of like what I'm fighting for and how I try to remind my kids like tomorrow's never promised. You know, yeah. we got to be present and stay for today. Yeah, you got to. You know, and that was that's been my message to my family, to my loved ones, to you know friends or strangers or whoever like. One of the one of the things I can't stand hearing is when people always say, "Man, they'll, they'll come around," or your situation, it, it'll come around. You a can't lot, tell that of, to him. You a lot of people, um, I think, they're conditioned to say certain things. Nigga, we so, gotta cut that, bro. You know, they it's like say, for example, you lose, so, oh, they get better, or oh, you so and so, oh, they do, and it's like humans are conditioned to say certain things. Yeah. Death. If we all live forever, we wouldn't value life. We only value life because of death. <clears throat> when a lot of times when we lose people or tragic events happen, it, it's a it's a reminder. It's a reminder. I feel like for me, like, uh, like man, like I I've been tripping or I've been messing up or I could do better. Whatever comes with it, it don't necessarily have to be nothing bad. But mm -hmm. I, I could do better. I could mm -hmm. I could be a better friend. I could be a better boyfriend. I could be a better brother. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Whatever role I play in, whoever's like, I could be a better. I could be better in that. And um, I think that's what death reminds us of a lot of times. It's like how to be more intentional. How to how to embrace your people, love them, hold them a little, hold them a little more, spend a little bit more time with them. You know, um, and some people. You you not just because certain things happen. That don't mean like the relationships have to change. Some people are in in the positions in your life for a reason. Like if I don't if I don't have a close relationship with X Y, mm -hmm. that don't mean that it's beef or it's drama. But mm -hmm. it's just like you know, it's just because I, I can still send you a text. And be like man, I hope all is good. Hope all is well. That don't mean it's got to spark nothing. But it's just also just showing like I'm I'm not here to hold grudges. I'm not here to beef with nobody. I'm not mm -hmm. here. I don't even move in those regards. Yeah. Um, I just try to move in like in the spaces just of just being peace in my life because 
I, I want my I want my impression on whoever I come across to be like a lasting impression. Oh, for um, sure. Like, but I, I like I said, I I never got an opportunity, to, you know what I'm saying, to meet Kobe. But if you talk about Nipsey Hussle, you know what I mean. Like, I don't. I never met Nip in person either. But mm -hmm. it's crazy how some of these people, the way that they moved and the things that they accomplished in lives at the at the young ages that they accomplished them, mm -hmm. how what they were doing was affecting people, and. I know a lot of people probably didn't even listen to Nip until after he passed. Don't you don't know nothing about him, but the people that he was around and the people that he did affect while he was here, they spoke up and they mm -hmm. and they talked that. So, um, and it's just you know just certain ways. Like I, I look at Kobe and I looked at when he retired, and, and mind you, this is only just for me being able to see from social media. You know what I mean? Like it just him being him traveling, doing stuff with his daughter, and, and, and coming to the games and. You know, things of that nature, and it's just like, bro, just show you, like, yeah, you said it's something that he does, did on, this is a regular routine, same thing mm -hmm. with a lot of people. Like, you were saying uh, your man was at a barbecue. It's, like, this is normal stuff. Mm -hmm. And for the for the people that's dying to gun violence, it's like, they got to stop, bro. Yeah. It has to. And because it, it's like a lot of times we beefing over nothing. And it's it's, it's ego. I think majority of the time with all of it is just ego. And it's not just like, like I said, for me, like the the death part, you know what I mean? Like we understand that that's coming, but I think one of the, one of the things that really hurt hurt me is when you got relationships that could easily be healed or or get better, but just people choosing to want to stay in that pain. And it's like, we're losing time. We're losing so many precious moments because of our pride or our ego or the fact that you probably were the one that was out of pocket and you didn't want to say you sorry. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Or somebody said, hey, I'm sorry. Will you forgive me? And you're like, nah. And you just want to keep harboring and keep holding on to. And it's like, I can't get 2022 back. I can't get 2019 back. I can't get 2015 back. Yeah. And we sitting up here with, well, not we, it's really a one-sided thing, but there's tension. And it's unnecessary tension that could easily be resolved. Like, I went almost a year and a half without talking to my mom. That is unacceptable. Yeah. But it's like, no matter what I could try to do, if if she's not ready or this one's not ready or that one's not ready, it's, it's nothing you can do. Yeah, because you, 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 you can't control other people. But that, that's the thing that, be, that hurts because it's like I don't, have any, I don't have any malice in my spirit. I know I've hurt people. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I've hurt, I've hurt people, right? But there's no malice, so it's, it's not intentional. And, and for that, again, I've said it to them. I've, I've apologized. But it's like it, don't, it doesn't need to be all that, what it is. You know what I'm saying? Like, Things happen, right? You have relationships, you might fall out with a person, but true, genuine love will allow you to, hey, we don't work. I want to see you happy. Nobody does that. It's like, yeah. nah, I want to see you miserable. I don't want to see you make it. I don't want to see you bounce back. And yeah. that's crazy. It's crazy. Like, you, you, you shared all these years with this person, experiences, and just because y'all relationship don't work out, automatically it's like, 
nah, F that person. I don't want, like you said, I, nah, but it's like, nah, bro, like, it shouldn't be like that. Mm-hmm. With friendships or just regular relationships. All that. It's, it's, it should literally, it should, like, we should, like, Renardo talked about before with me, is like, you know, a lot of people, when it comes to this relationship, nobody can be an honest in their relationship or they are with their friendships. Nobody can be that honest, and that's it, a true thing. And I think I've got what one thing for me is like all the relationships I've been in, I, I've because how I move and how I act, mm-hmm. I have good relationships with people I've dealt with to the point where like we're not together, but we can still communicate, we can still talk, and everything's you know platonic mm-hmm. and it doesn't need to be anything else than that. It's, just, it's a respect level, mm-hmm. and um, even with friendships, I have a lot of friendships that like, bro, we, we just grew apart. I don't mean I hate you, bro, or I, I don't, I can't, but it's like, bro, we just, we living it, we living on two different accords mm-hmm. right now, you know what I'm saying, my train going this way, your train going that way, bro, mm-hmm. but it's like, whatever way your train going, I, I want the best for you, I right. want you to be good, I want you to live a long life, you know what I mean, maybe down the line, we catch up, mm-hmm. ain't no telling, but yeah. you know, I don't, I don't control it, only thing I control is how I move, how I act, you can only control you, mm-hmm. and um, I control my actions, how I treat people, how I talk to people. Just whatever comes with me, that's mm-hmm. the only thing I control. And I think in life we often stress about things that aren't in our control. Yeah, that's a big fact. It's, it's, and that's that's a big thing. We often, you know, worry and stress over the things that aren't in our control. Like if you're going to work, get a flat tire. That was that was natural. It was gonna happen. But you getting that flat tire through the grace of God, it might have stopped something from else from happening. Everything works in its own way. We don't understand it, and some stuff isn't meant for us to understand. The universe, I feel like, works in however the universe is going to work. Let the universe, you know what I'm saying, work how it's going to work. I tell people one thing that's going to happen in life is life going life mm-hmm. and people going people. Because <laughs> <laughs> you, you keep, I think as humans, bro, we, we put so much emphasis on on people to expect things to be certain ways. Mm-hmm. Nah, bro, like, you can't, you can't put too much expectations on people. Because you're going you're gonna to sell yourself short every time you're going to be you gonna be mad. You gonna be let down every single time, damn yeah. near. You you know that's what you know. If you're a, uh, I'm I'm the type of person. I, I'm gonna go do shit myself. <laughs> yeah. I, I've naturally become yeah. that way, but I'm also working on the people that are trying to be there, allowing them to. You know what I'm saying? Like give them a shot, bro. Mm-hmm. Let me let me let you try to help me mm-hmm. or do this. I'm. But that's that's something that I know I'm working on, mm-hmm. and I'm and I know I need to build on. Right. What's something that you feel like in your life, like that you had to like a hump you had to get over to kind of like make make shit more clear for you? <laughs> um, I'm still a work in progress, and I, I think that um, being more patient, being more understanding, um, and I'm an extremely patient person. Don't get me wrong, but I think too because you put expectations into people. And that's a big no-no. Man. And I think the older the older we get, right, the less we do that, the better. So I'm still growing in all of my different ways, right? I'm still a sinner, I'm not perfect, I'm still, you know, doing certain things or whatever. But if if I can remove that expectation and really pour into me, then it'll help me as I navigate through this world. Mm-hmm. Because if I give my heart to somebody, I'm not going to feel away as much if they try to take it and do something with it where they mismanage 
that gift that I gave to him. Yeah. Right. Those types of things. You know, I think that that was also something that helped me have a 20 year career because I stopped putting. That's a blessing too. A 20 stopped, year career. Yeah. I appreciate it, man. I stopped putting whatever it was into these teams and just me understanding. I know I put this work in. I know the type of player I am. I know the type of man that I am. I know what I bring to a team. And if you don't appreciate that, then that's your loss. Yeah. When I had that mindset, man, it, it changed for me. Because even even being in the league, bro, like, I didn't play a lot of minutes. Like, the the, the most that I was able to show out was with the Clippers. That's the most because we, we had so many injuries and certain things. And then I started. I started becoming a starter the last two and a half seasons. Like, my numbers were up. You know what I'm saying? I'm getting 15 and 12 or, or 20 and, and 9 or whatever that is. Like, I'm getting to showcase what I could do. I know I could do that. Yeah. But it just wasn't Sometimes my time. You, never get, you, you, get you may not get that. You don't know when your, you know what your mean? number going to get caught. But then, but then you got to deal with that mental and that emotional because everybody like, oh, bro, you don't play. You ain't, you ain't really like that. What do you mean? How I get here then? How I get how I get one, two, three, four, five, several years in the league. You know what I'm saying? Or the fact that I continue to get jobs even after that. Yeah. How did I get back in the league twice? Like how like all the things that I was able to accomplish, you know what I mean, because just staying the course and understanding my worth. You know what I mean? Or even in friendship or relationship or even with family. Like just understanding my worth. And that really changed the scope on how I move. You know what I'm saying? Because I think sometimes naturally just as, as human beings, man, you want – we can talk all that we want, right? It doesn't mean we have to have a million people that feel that way, but the ones that you choose, you want them to naturally, like, like you and appreciate you and just yeah, be like, bro, you solid, bro. Like, you want them to feel that. We, we naturally – we naturally – we want recognition of love from certain people. And then a lot of times – but the crazy thing in life is, like, you're going to get more support from strangers – you're gonna get more love from strangers than you are from the people that you're looking, that you're looking for whatever that is, mm -hmm. and you're gonna get that from them. Mm -hmm. And then you will come across some people that's gonna pour that shit into you. And once you realize that, damn, like you actually give me what I, I didn't even know I was looking for, you're gonna value that person 10 times more. Big you know, fact. because of, it's it's some it's a lot of people like hey, you've been in relationships where I had stuff going on and they wasn't as supportive as I feel like they should have. Like, bro, I, like you know, it's like, bro, my mom, like, bro, you had an opportunity with my mom, but like, man, my biggest support system, bro. My, I'm talking about whatever I wanted, to, if I wanted to be an ice cream truck driver, my, man, she was gonna be right there next to me supporting it. Like, whatever I wanted to do, she was supporting it. When mm -hmm. I wanted to do tattoos, she was kind of like skeptical. Like, I don't know about that. Mm -hmm. But she bought me a tattoo kit. Oh, wow. Let okay. me tattoo out her house. Like, okay. let me try to figure this shit out. Like. She tried it, and then um, I think she got her first tattoo at the age of 63. And um, yeah, I'm like, come on, like, let's do it. Like, and uh, that's when, and that was when Nipsey died. She got TMC tatted on her. Oh, wow. You know, and uh, like I said, I'm from LA, you know, but, and then if you just think about like, just me talking about TMC, like what that stand for, the marathon continues, mm -hmm. and you you can apply that in all aspects of life. Mm -hmm. You know, because the marathon, like you said, life gonna, life gonna keep lifing, it's gonna keep happening, but, and it's not a race. Mm -mm. But the fact that you just sat here and said that you had a 20 year career, you made it back into the league twice, you, you know what I'm saying, you feel like you didn't get the minutes, you, you feel like you should've got, and it's a lot of people that get the minutes and still don't last 20 years. 
There's a lot of people that if they made it out the league, they don't get. A lot of people that never make it to the league. Mm-hmm. You know, I got one of my one of my closer friends is Darren Waller, played mm-hmm. tight end uh, for the Raiders. But you know, Darren overdosed on fentanyl, doing drugs, and he was playing for the Ravens. Got kicked out the NFL. Turned his life around. Went to rehab. Got reinstated back into the NFL. And that same year, he got signed. He got signed to the Raiders. He made the Pro Bowl, was like the number two uh, leading tight end in the league. Wow. And um, just goes to show like what hard work and dedication mm-hmm. can do. Like, didn't nobody know Darren Waller's name before then, but he put the work in and he, and it was, it was I don't think it was to prove anybody else wrong. It was to prove to himself. To himself, yeah. And it's like, I think that's what, that's, that's where value, and that's what I'm hearing with your story is like, you, you were locked in for what works for you. And I think that if people pay more attention to what works for them and what and staying true to yourself, the sky's the limit. But we are so we live in this social media era right now where where people live off instant gratification. You know, we want to be recognized, we want to be noticed, want nah, but like uh, a a peaceful life is, is the best life. People don't understand like there's two things. So this point is because me being around every group of people that you could possibly be around from I come from nothing to people that make good money to people that make, you know, an honest living, respectfully, to millionaires. I've been around billionaires. And that word that you just spoke about, peace, <laughs> it's like... Can't, Everybody can't, can think what they want, and it don't matter it. how much money, it don't matter what's going on. When you really break down people's lives, man, and, and, and <laughs> what they're really what they're really looking for, man, when it's all said and done, is to have that contentment, that peace, that being in that space of just understanding and just being, without having to worry about stress or do all of those different things. And then for me. I was blessed, you know, to to hoop. That was my calling, but that got me indoors because my story is what I used to serve, which is my bigger purpose. So I'm more focused on me being a better man, a better husband, a better father, um, a better friend, a better brother. Those are the things that are success for me. Yeah. You know, I, I I'm grateful for the championships. I'm grateful for the league experience. I'm grateful for my overseas experience. I'm grateful for all of that and where the game has taken me. A ball. That bounces has taken me, but a child if I could tell game. you anything, if I could if I could close or or finish it off on a strong note, I would say watching people be the better best versions of themselves, better men, better women, better husbands, better wives, you know, better fathers, better mothers, things like that. That is what the real success is because that's what makes the world go. It ain't it ain't that dollar that people are chasing. It ain't that quote unquote happiness. Like people die behind that. Yeah, but peace and being in that place of, you know, being content and being thankful and gratitude and appreciation, man, it's no amount of money that, that, that can pay for that. Like, you know, the, the fact that I feel confident in knowing that I move a certain way, that I'm not attracting certain energies where I'm not looking over my shoulder or I got to, you know what I'm saying, like function a certain way. I think naturally I function that way because I grew up. Yeah, because where we come from. But all in all, it's not like I'm in here and I'm and I'm like, 
I'm like, you know, what's going on? Or I'm looking at you sideways because of my insecurities or maybe something's going on. Like, we literally having a beautiful conversation, vibing, just being present, man. And I think this is a win-win. This is what people need to see that all walks of life can come together. You know what I'm saying? Not know each other and really have deep, meaningful conversations, something that'll help somebody. You feel me? Definitely. Your story is going to help somebody. You know, this 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 show, what you're doing, it's all gonna help somebody. You know what I mean? To to the greater the good, man. And the fact that you're giving people a platform to have these discussions, man, is is a beautiful thing. So I wanna give you your roses I while that. I can. You know what I mean? And and just salute you because it's amazing. All of these little things add up to making better people. No, it's 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 a fact, man. And I uh I appreciate you, bro. And uh like I said, you you hit, you blasted, bro. <laughs> but uh, I know, like I said, for me, I got I got tattoos all over my body, bro. And I tell people, um, to me, tattoos are it's it's therapy, bro. Mm -hmm. And it's a uh, a lot of times, like you know, we I I came, I was getting a lot of my tattoos just based off just I wanted to get tatted. Mm -hmm. But um, it turned into like something that instead of me having like the crazy advice, like wanting to go drink, wanting to go smoke, wanting to go do this or do that, or or be angry or whatever. Like I was just gonna get a tattoo. Like that was my, that was my thing. So when I a lot a lot of my clients like they they when they call me they're not calling me to say hey like I want to get a tattoo. It's like Quavo just called me. Quavo said hey bro I, what's up? I need it. I need it. I need an ink therapy session. You know what I'm saying? Black just called me. What's up bro? I need an ink therapy session. Mm -hmm. We locked in. Mm -hmm. It's like it's I hold my relationships with people because like what you see is what you get, bro. Like I'm. I'm as pure as they come, bro. I don't have bad intentions with how I move. Um, I got a big heart, bro. I wear my heart on my shoulder. But like I said, I'm, I'm my mama's child, yeah. and it's like that's how she moved. Mm -hmm. So I'm, I'm just, I'm just using my platform and, and what I could do to help whoever. If I could change one person's life, change one perspective of a conversation I had with somebody, bro, we accomplished something. Mm -hmm. Because I'm not, you know, I'm, I'm not doing any of this for, for recognition. You know what I'm saying? I'm just doing it because. In order for me to change the narrative or do something, this is my purpose. This is what I have to do, mm -hmm. and, and living in my purpose. Mm -hmm. Like I said, so like I said, like I see, like I said, you blasted, bro. All our tattoos tell a, tell a story, bro. It's literally mine. Good, bad, and different. You know, mm -hmm. from championship to all of my kids to you know loved ones to my heritage to. I mean, I, I got so many different things, man. Um, I got a piece that I dedicated to my son that passed. Um, I got everything, bro. And, and I'm grateful for it. You see, you yeah. know, to my brother, and, and I even got, you know, I put all of them here. I put Anthony Grundy, Andre Emmett. I put, like, this this me, man. This, this is my way. Like, you know, I'm, I've never been like a... And, I, and I'm working on that. It's crazy. These last couple of years, I'm working on tapping into that emotional space, man. But prior to that, I've been numb. That's why you see all the ink. Whatever I dealt with, it was like, yo, let me, uh, you know, let me sit in that chair. You know yeah. what I mean? Let me get this because I'm going through this. Or let me get this because, you know, I'm feeling this right now. Or this is, you know, whatever. And really being in a space where I'm tapping in. You know, yeah. trying to trying to understand what crying is or what that looks like or feels like or expressing anger, emotion, or frustration. You know, it's not the easiest thing, yeah, but I and, have to be an example and, and knowing that for you my can do kids, it. too. Yeah, and knowing, you know that, knowing that you can do it, knowing that 
it's okay to cry. Mm -hmm. Knowing it's okay. It's okay for me to feel this way. Yep. Like, bro, like all these emotions are natural emotions. Yep. I tell people about like fear. We all have fear in us. Well, I don't care who you are. Everybody mm -hmm. got fear. Fear is the endorphin that if it's if it's a if it's a bridge, fears will make you give you the knowledge to not walk off that bridge. Mm -hmm. But well, you don't recognize that. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because it's just a natural thing. You just know in your head. Not to walk off that bridge, it, yeah. but really it's the it's fear that's in your brain mm -hmm. that makes you know not to do that. Yep. And I think that's what a lot of things and well, what we deal with in life is is it based off things that are inside of us that we don't know. Mm -hmm. And like how even just talked about going back and trying to understand like childhoods and learning like just it's so many different aspects things. And, and one thing that I'm gonna do, um, I'm I'm I'm, I'm gonna try to do it this year, but I'm gonna make it my thing. I don't know my dad, bro, but I'm gonna I'm gonna try to go on Facebook, find him, and reach out to him. That's that's yeah. one that's one thing I'm gonna make. It could be a conversation. I'm not looking to change my life, change his life, nothing. But it could be stuff that I could learn probably about myself in order for me to possibly be a better man. You know what I'm saying? That I could probably get from having a, a, a conversation with him, and it might not. And but I'm not looking at it to change nothing. I'm just I just I owe it to myself though, and I think that. It's okay to, to to put yourself in uncomfortable positions sometime in order to to gain something and a you know better value for yourself. That's so true. therefore, you could be the best version of you for whoever has the opportunity of experiencing you. To your point, that's what made me the father that I am. Whether my kids appreciate that or not, but it was like my dad did the best he could, but at the same time, my dad threw money at everything. Mm -hmm. He still does it to this day, and. That's why, for me, I wanted to be a present father, like be involved, going to doctor visits, going to PTA meetings, you know, showing up here, showing up there, because I didn't have that. Yeah. I was yearning for that, and I want to be able to give my kids that. So to your point, you know, that, that is important, and I salute you on that, you know what I mean? And, and, and I hope that you're able to have that conversation because it'll give you so much peace. When my grandmother passed two or three, two years ago, and I listened to how he was he described his childhood was i was like that's confirmation because that furthermore lets me know why you're the way that you are mm -hmm. the type of dad i had and the man that i had and how i need to change that for my kids yeah so. no we change this you know we gotta we gotta change and moving forward bro that's all we can do mm -hmm. but you know it's a blessing bro i'm, I'm glad to have you on here oh man it you was love man. family it was love the, yeah was love. yeah got the gloves love. on keep you know but yeah <laughs> man i hope i hope you hope you rock with the peace man we got it done real quick she lied right in the look how you got it tucked off too yeah <laughs> that thing hard